In this episode, we'll be exploring human design so you can understand yourself on a deeper level and help your manifesting results. So let's get started. Hi, I'm Katie, and after many years as a struggling single mum, I transformed into a highly successful manifester with multiple businesses, better relationships, financial abundance, and way more peace, joy, and happiness in my life. Each week, I share the real secrets around how to manifest successfully, as well as the amazing and sometimes crazy lessons I've learned along the way, so that you can apply it all to your own manifesting, transforming your life from the inside out. This is That Manifesting Podcast. Welcome back to That Manifesting Podcast. We've got a really exciting episode ahead today. Um, It's something that I don't know too much about, but I'm seeing more and more about it online and in social media. And luckily, Uh, My producer and friend Ashley knows all about it, and that thing is human design. So welcome, Ashley. Greetings, greetings. I'm so glad to have you here. I know that human design is something we've kind of touched the surface on, but I still don't know too much about it. So I think this will be a a great episode to help people get to know human design on on a deeper level. So I guess first up, what is human design? What's it all about? human design? Wow. Well, human design is a way of understanding yourself at a deeper level. Now, the science and metaphysics of it are quite deep, given that it is a science that works off your astrological placement and time you were born, which gives you a readout, almost like a map of your own internal circuitry Mm -hmm. of how you best now, that internal circuitry works off the seven base chakra systems, or sac- seven base chakra points within the body, plus emotions and instincts, which are two extra ones that were added. And these came into being in the late 80s after a solar flare. And it was said that it's, it's either a solar flare or an astrological thing. Yeah. Where, um, and it was said that these were then given to humanity because it was the time for us to find out more about ourselves. Oh, wow. So let me just get this straight. So this is, this is not, because I hear you saying like astrological, just for anyone listening. This isn't about star signs. This is like deeper, is it? It's deeper. Okay. So if horoscopes work off 12, the base of human design works off 64. Wow. Yeah, with almost an infinite different array of configurations a person can have okay okay so it's a way of depending on when you were born and all those different elements a way of really understanding yourself rather than the generic you're a cancer you're a pisces and it's it's a lot more specific is it yes a lot more specific and it can really showcase elements of a person's personality and elements of elements of how you work best and why you work that way Okay, got it. So what drew you to human design and studying it in more detail? I was introduced to it on a retreat in 2010, I believe it was. I knew nothing about it, didn't even know anything like this could exist. And I looked at it and I started to explore it and I realised this makes sense for me. You know, it gave me my type as a manifester and it showed me my two core like chakra points let's say or 
energy centers that were open, which were my throat and my emotions. And that also made sense for me being a musician for so long and then and a vocalist. I was like, oh, that makes sense because that's the things that I've done and that I've excelled in, in my younger life. And from there, I began to think, hmm, so there's, there's definitely something in it for me. And at this time, we were in 2015, the world was vastly different to what it is now. So the communities were a lot smaller. And just the general knowledge of human design was very, very niche. I say it's still kind of niche now, but not as niche. I talk to friends about it. I talk to family and they just kind of look at me like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and it didn't really, I, I haven't seen it really emerge until lockdown. And I feel like that was because we all had more time to explore ourselves, to look at who we are, to kind of get a grasp that there could be extra things about ourselves that we didn't know before. And then as I joined a few online communities, coaching communities and stuff like that, I started to hear it more and more. And I was like, ah, finally, it's kind of, it's come above the precipice, as they say, and people are more open to it now. Did it, did knowing about it in more detail, did it change how you acted in your own life or was it just bringing you a sense of more awareness? That's a very good question, I think. To begin with, it was a, a further sense of my own, like my own self. And okay, this is how I work. This is how I operate. But then I began to see, okay, if I work to this to some degree, or if I work with this and look at what my main traits are, my active traits, my channels, my gates, then I can live a more aligned life. Mm -hmm. And especially for the type of, for a manifester, the type that I am, it's quite important to kind of lead what you're doing and not be led too much because a manifestor's energy is one of kind of creating mm. as opposed to um, fulfilling someone else's creations, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's why a lot of manifestors, if they're not living their design, they can become very bitter, they can become beaten down because they're not, they're not kind of generating and, and acting from themselves. They're being acted upon and following, you know, a prior script, let's say. Got it, got it. So it sounds like there's sort of different, you emerge as almost a, a, a type. Yeah. You know, that's the, that you were mentioning about being a manifesto type. So what what more can people learn about themselves through human design? So it gives you a range of different information on your, your human design. One of them is your profile. And this works from the Chinese I Ching, which from that okay. and it gives you two numbers and they they number from one to six and these different numbers give you like a different base characteristic you have a primary and a secondary so my primary is three which is the experiential learner and five which is the teacher showcasing and then even through me learning that i was like okay i'm i'm someone who talks from their emotions a lot mm. and i've kind of experienced a lot in life that I can then pass on to others and this has led into my coaching and mentoring so again I saw correlations in what my human design was to who I was but again through my journey I've been lucky to be able to kind of craft my own path which has meant that I've not been kind of held in different spaces that haven't allowed me to realize who I am fully and then from there you have so you have your profile you then have your authority which for me is emotional. You can have emotional, you can have splenic, you can have heart authority, 
solar plexus authority. And these would all give a person a different, a different kind of drive within them in how they express themselves in the world. From there, the types that you have have very specific things. So as a manifester, manifestors don't have a defined sacral. Generate, so a sacral, a defined, so within human design, you have, if you look at the chart, which I'm sure we'll be able to provide to our viewers somehow so they can see it, you will have your, the diagram of your, your human design. And within that, you have your nine senses and they can be either colored in, which is defined or not colored in, which is undefined. When they're colored in, that means that you have a consistent energy that comes from that sensor. Okay. And when they're undefined, it means that you can absorb that from people around you. So that's, that also is interesting when people are looking at relationships or even families to see how people connect with each other and how you kind of will have friends that you really bounce off and you get along with well and other people that you don't kind of gives you a little bit of a deeper insight into that. Okay. So are there different types that shouldn't be together or is there always a way of working with it once you have that level of understanding um, or are there? I would say there's always ways to work with, with one another, but sometimes it may require a little bit of further understanding of that person to get why they are the way they are and how you can best work with that person. So manifestors don't have a defined sacral, which means that they can, they don't have the defined sacral, which the generators and manifesting generators have mainly. And the generators and manifesting generators with that defined sacral, it's almost like a consistent energy and engine they have mm -hmm. where they can keep going, keep going, keep going. They can be very self-driven, not to say other types aren't, but to say that sacral, the sacral authority allows people to endure a manifester for example manifestors and projectors as well can find it very difficult to work a staunch nine to five because they don't have that sacral that can drive them and keep things consistent i think that's another aspect of the the sacral is it can keep things consistent for people is the sacral like a core or um... yeah so the sacral is your second chakra up from the roots Okay. And that is the center of like creativity, drive, sexuality, um, and energy. Right. So quite, quite simply energy um, comes from that center. So through knowing that for me, I was able to see, yeah, because I've not really had many nine to five jobs. I had one for a couple of months and <laughs> okay. I couldn't do it. It, it. it took too much from me. Okay. Whereas other people can do that for 20, 30, 50 years. Yeah. And not to say that manifestors don't do that as a rule, but some manifestors, if they're not finding ways to manifest outside of their work career, they can then get drained because they're working within the energy that's not designed for them. Wow, that's really interesting because it makes you think there are, I remember when I was working in, in corporate land and the amount of conversations that I would have with people that I would say were predominantly creative people and they'd come into work and you could just see that they felt flat and they only really came alive outside of work. Yet if you ask them, they wouldn't say they were unhappy in their job. They'd just say that something fell off. Yeah. I guess that's kind of potentially linked to all of this stuff, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. For sure, it could be because we, 
what I've learned from human design is you start to find your fulfillment and purpose in life when you've had enough time to explore who you are, who you are. And they're the constructs of most societies that we have. We don't necessarily always get enough time to know that. And I think that's, again, how human design is becoming more popular now because we've all gone through, you know, a two years where we just had ourselves, really, and our immediates around us, and we had to kind of find a way of surviving like that, which was a challenge in itself for most people, Yeah, you know? And then, so other aspects of the human design, a really important part of it is the incarnation cross. Now, this is like 80% of what you were here to do on Earth is your incarnation cross. Mm-hmm. And they can be for various different, they, there's loads of them. I think there's over 60 different, different incarnation crosses that you can have. And that kind of shows you what you're meant to be doing here on Earth in this time. And they can be, some are based, some are kind of more self-based. Wine is the right angle cross of Eden, which is about bringing heaven to earth in ways, you know, and as a manifester, manifestors usually strive for peace. That kind of made sense for me because I tried to live a peaceful life. And if I can bring more of that peace that I'm able to experience to other people, then I'm happy. I could essentially be the heaven on earth that's passed through. That's amazing. I was... That sounds really relevant for for the audience for this podcast because I know as a when I was a single mum and I kind of was just immersed in single mum life and I never really did anything for myself and I kind of I didn't feel like I had a purpose other than being a mum and an employee and I guess knowing that kind of stuff can almost give you that light that you need to know actually I am here for something else as well it doesn't just have to be about mum life or going to a nine to five every day there could be a purpose for me that's something I haven't even thought of yet for sure and it can give you that the direction understanding okay this is my configuration because in between each of the defined senses you have gates and channels and there's 64 gates coming out of each not coming out of each one but in total there's 64 gates and each of these gates will give you a specific characteristic and then when they connect to another another center if that's defined then it means that you have a specific channel Mm. and again these channels are even more specific to who you are some people will have one i only have one i've done readings for people who have six or seven and these give specific because they show an interface between two energy systems within your body and, you know, interestingly enough, again, from my, my channel is from the emotions to the throat. And it's all about transforming and mutating things through my words. And again, when I read that, I was like, that makes sense. Creating lyrics, singing songs, doing voiceover, that all kind of made sense for myself. Other people have really interesting ones around kind of community drives or instinctual perceptions that they have that are innate to them. And it's, it's fascinating. I love doing reads for people because especially people that have gone on a journey or had some, some hiccups in the road, human design can start to some clarity on why they went wrong, how they went wrong. Yeah. Um, and, and 
give them an inclination to how they're living now and if that's aligned to who they who they are. I suppose in some ways it could it can be quite confronting, but in a good way because you could actually get your report and realise that you haven't been aligned to your true self. Um, which I guess could be quite confronting sometimes, but well worth well worth the, the decision to to explore it in more detail. Yeah, yeah, and how how this information even came into being was quite quite esoteric. Mm. A man called Ra Ra Ahu Ra Ahu. He was like meditating up in up in somewhere in Spain. It might even be Ibiza. He was he was meditating for a long time, and he was approached by light beings, as he says in in his book, and they downloaded all this information to him, and he read it all down and built it out from there. So, <laughs> yeah, with the beginnings of a, yeah. of a really kind of esoteric and interesting how it came into being, and then for anyone who kind of it, you see, this is uncanny. There's some uncanny elements to it, and even like one of my one of one of my um, gates, it, it mentioned that animals are drawn to you. And I always notice that there's a dog or a cat in the room. They'll come up to me and they'll have a stroke and they want to sit on me and stuff like that. I was always just like used to that. Like, okay, yeah, it's a dog or a cat, whatever. But that was actually a specific trait for me. Wow. Yeah. So it either goes into things. Well, that's crazy, isn't it? That you can. Is it a report? Is it a questionnaire that you do? Like, how do you get to understand what your uh human design is okay so first of all you put in like where you were born and what time you were born they're the most important things because human design works off neutrinos which are essentially like the particles of the universe that allow mass to be in being wow right and they come from everywhere, they go through different planets, and that's what it reads. Like, what were the neutrinos that made up your specific your specific um, design when you were born? Like, where were you? What was going on? And then from there, it's just a case of researching, reading, kind of looking at your specific traits through the eyes of the different people who have written about it and brought it into being from their perspective. Brilliant. I love that. So... As you know, the the people that that will be listening to this podcast are people who are trying to manifest a a different life, manifest something that they haven't already got. How do you think human design can help people live a more aligned life and and help their manifesting? I think it can allow them to move into their power more Mm -hmm. and know what their specific characteristics and traits are that are in line with their own personal energy system. Okay, okay. And from there they can know. So even like, to give an example, projectors, they are able to project realities. They're great leaders of people, Mm -hmm. but they also need more sleep. They need to have more sleep and more rest. So when I understood that, I understood understood certain things about certain people I knew and why, why they needed to sleep more. And then for a reflector, which is the rarest type, because they don't have any defined centers, they're very good at listening to people and reflecting things back to people. So they can be great coaches, great mentors. And for them, they are more connected to the moon, meaning that they need to wait or they should wait for a lunar cycle before making any important decisions. Okay. Got it. 
for the generator and the and the manifesting generator with defined sake rules, it means that they need to know and to turn off because they have the sake rule that's always active, which means they can work for 24 hours a day. But they then need to know, okay, I'm getting tired now, need to rest because the sake rule will always allow them to access that energy. But if they're not aligned to think, you know what, I'm overworking here, I need rest, then they can burn out. And I've seen that within some people that I know as well. Even someone who, through doing a read for her, she was able to see where some of, some of mental health issues would come in. And it was because she wasn't turning off. Well, she said, when I start to get ill, I start to just do and do and do and not stop. So through that, we were able to uncover an element of, you know, what had been happening for her in a bit of a cycle for the last few years. So it's it, because it's something that that is created at the time that you're created. I'm guessing it's something that you can't change, but actually it's something that you shouldn't view with positive or negative judgment. It's almost it's just telling you what to watch out for, what to be aware of. What is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that it can give you an inclination on where you're strongest, where you're maybe not as strong or you don't have as much energy to draw from in that area. Not to say that you can't though, because those are things that you can develop or those are things that if you have like a, it could even be a business partner or something that you both do your design then you can both look at what your strengths are and you can both kind of help each other. Yeah. So, okay, you're better at that. I'm better at that. So let's work at those and let's touch in on how it's going. Yeah. You know, it gives you a bit more and I think the more people that can be involved with it and learn it, the more we can understand each other. Mm. You know, and the more that we can understand each other, the less rifts we have, the more understanding we have naturally, and the smoother we can get along with our lives. Mm. So your human design is is your natural position, but you can actually use it to identify where you might have to put a bit of extra effort. You can use it for other people so that you can identify how best to coexist and work together and build relationships. Um, is it something you could do with kids? Yeah, yeah, I've done it. I've done it with my children to look at them. I think they're still a little bit too young to grasp it, but yeah. I was able to see with my two girls, their type, their, their data. They're, they're going to be like good at data and teaching. I thought, okay, yeah. we're going to have like, you know, and I say data isn't just like natural data in your mind, not computer data. Oh, okay. Um, and teaching, so I thought, okay, yeah, so it looks like they're both going to be teachers. They're both generators, so they both have a lot of energy. And they both have a, have a lot of defined senses. And having a lot of defined senses means that you can be quite strong in your will mm -hmm. because you have so much that's fixed within you. Whereas someone with less defined senses may be more empathic or able to read other people more because they have more space within their design to absorb that from somebody else. Right. And that was another thing that I experienced when I saw that and I started to learn more about it. I thought that makes sense because I'm able to connect with people very easily and sometimes get into deep conversations with someone I've just met because I can just connect with them in a way that, you know, I often hear, oh, I haven't, I haven't really told anyone this, so I've never shared that with anyone before, but there's a trust there. There's a, there's a, there's a connection that can be built through through the way that I guess I live and yeah. I talk to people. Yeah, I love that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking back to like when my daughter was young and 
something like this would have been amazing just to kind of help me understand her a bit more because I think sometimes people put things down particularly with kids maybe so with adults as well where you think oh that's just the way they are or they're just being difficult or but actually sometimes it's because we don't understand each other isn't it or we're operating from different different points I love that I love that so if people want to learn more about human design what's the best route to take what can they do what can they do so there's there's a range of interesting websites out there jovian archive is one and design.hd i believe okay i may be corrected on that um if you want to generate a chart you can always go to my website which is www.yourdesigncoach.org and you can generate one free on there within the within the coming weeks there'll be lots of things that you can get from my website as well amazing so we can leave links to those in the show notes um for anyone um this is fascinating to me i think this I'm I'm one of those people. I absolutely love to know myself on a deep level. I'm one of those, you know, when you get, well, you probably don't be in a, a man, but in women's magazines, they do these like personality quizzes and they're like, if you got more A's, then you're this. And I've always loved those. So this to me is like, this is this on steroids. And I think this sounds great to me. Um, but also I think hearing you speak, it's good not just for yourself, but for the people that are in your life as well. Like we said, you know, if you're a, struggling single parent and you know you're battling kids every single day this could be a really good way to kind of help you understand them on a deeper level as well so i think it sounds absolutely great um definitely recommend doing this i'm going to go and do this uh straight away so we know how people can connect with you we will leave those details in the show notes and I just want to say thank you. Thank you for sharing all this wisdom. You're very talented, Ashley. Like, you don't know Ashley, you're listening into this, but he's a very, very talented guy. He's not only podcast producer, he's videographer. He's just the most creative person I've ever met. And now he's a human design specialist to boot. So, <laughs> you know, makes me feel very inferior. <laughs> thank you for joining us, Ashley. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. If you've enjoyed listening, I'd be so grateful if you'd subscribe and leave a review because it really does help me to reach more people. I've left some links in the show notes so you can connect with me or you can grab one of my manifesting resources. Until next week, sending you lots of love, light and manifesting vibes.